Tonight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we'll be talking about Daredevil Season 3, Episode 12. Only one more left. Uh, One last shot. All that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name's Matthew Carroll. My name's Alyssa Terry. Hey, Alyssa Terry. Hi. Let's talk about Daredevil. Let's do it. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. What else are we here for? That's it. That's it. That's life now. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have been watching Daredevil and casting all night, and we're getting a little punchy. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I've given up many hours of sleep for Daredevil. This week, <laughs> this yeah. Week. We've, we stayed up late this week watching Daredevil. Um, yeah, we both have. It's been super fun. I love Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... This episode is their one last big shot, as it's called, one last shot, to take down Fisk. Legally. Legally. Right. One giving the law one last shot. Right. That was and it was crazy disappointing. It was crazy disappointing. I wasn't sure where we were gonna go with this. I didn't know if they were gonna like get him and then there was just gonna be like one last just purely criminal out of the shadows type Fisk we were gonna get in the last episode. Or it was going to be this. And it was this. They got yeah. beaten. They legally beaten. Not the, legally, but, it, you know. That one guy reading off everyone's addresses. Yeah. Cold. And on top of all that, we've got Vanessa returning. Right. And shout out to the Superhero Ethics Podcast. They they talked about how they wanted, if Vanessa came back, they wanted her to be a more active active member in the crime family. Mm-hmm. And it looks Equality. like... For yeah. women and all things, equality, equality for women and all things, <laughs> including being evil criminals. <laughs> women can be evil criminals too, mm-hmm. and Vanessa proved that this episode. She did. She has a different style than Fisk, though. It seems Fisk seemed like he was going to do like the undermining long game originally, right? And Vanessa was just like, "Nah, take him out. Just kill him. Just kill him." And like the look on her face. Yeah. Well, she does it. She loves it. She does love it. She's totally into it. Mm-hmm. I think Vanessa is such a bad influence on Fisk, and that's hard to say. I know. How could you is be she a bad more influence? evil? I don't know. She might be more evil. She might be. We just don't know yet. I was hoping she would be kind of disturbed by the blood she found on the uh, on right. the picture frame, and I thought she was. I thought she was at first too, but it looks like she was just sort of like. Well, there's evidence. Let's just talk about it. Let's like, just do this. She just realized there's more going on here than he's telling me, mm-hmm. and I want to be a part of everything if I'm going to be a part of anything. Like, right. I, I don't want to be, like, a pretty thing in a cage. Mm-hmm. I want to be an active participant in your life. Right. I want to have a life. Which, again, sounds like a pretty healthy view of their partnership. <laughs> <laughs> it's weirdly a healthy reaction. It's like, I don't want to just... I'm I'm not just your pretty plaything. I'm I'm an active participant in your life. Right. That's how this is going to work. And like there's nothing wrong with that except for what his life is about and what he's doing. Right. I did love when they brought her back just the whole way that she reacted to coming back and Fisk reacted to her coming back. Yeah. He kept trying to give her the world. Like look at this penthouse and like all these beautiful things and I made your favorite breakfast and every time 
she seems neutral to it. Well, she kept saying things like, that's a, what was the line she said as she's that's, coming in? This is everything all, you wanted. Everything you've ever wanted is what yes. she said. And it was like. So everything, she's just so neutral to it. Mm-hmm. And then, and Fisk is just scrambling in his like cool and collected Fisk way. I think he's just like, every time she rejects or just doesn't accept the gift or whatever, he looks so disappointed mm, and so dejected. Yeah. So I enjoyed seeing that side of Fisk. I, uh, I've been saying the whole time that she seems more like a possession and an yeah. obsession. Yes. And so I think this, uh, this episode, we got to see her from going from possession to active participant. Yeah. It's from possession to partner. Right. And, uh, you know, you've been saying that he, he, he's been treating her in his mind like a possession and like a, and then apparently she saw that too. Yeah. And so. Uh, she just doesn't want to be. She's a she's a woman of the world, and she doesn't want to be kept away from life. She wants to live life, right? Even if that means living the life of a crime boss, she wants to actually live that life. Mm-hmm. Get her hands dirty. He he says, "I don't want to dirty your hands." She said, "They've never been clean." Mm-hmm. She she doesn't want to be like looked at as this you know thing to be beholden. She wants to you know be an active participant in life. It's it's. It's a it's a weird, like healthy way of her for of acting mm-hmm. to to go and do a very unhealthy thing. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like we need to have a moment of silence for the Holocaust survivor who likely died this episode. Yeah, that I was mean, awful. And I told you I was so scared for her. Yeah, I was. Too. And then I felt the. I was like, Nah, she made it. He respected that. He res- Kingpin respected that she wanted to keep that painting. He and then didn't. I saw that painting hanging. I was like, what? No. That no. <laughs> was awful. That I was felt awful. all that disappointment and fear that I felt watching it the first time. I was just like, I, they tricked me again. There's also this tension between Dex and what he thinks of himself and what Kingpin thinks of him. Oh, right. He said, just think of me as the new James Wesley. Right. How like, high of him. He's yeah. just I think that Dex is kind of like a like a golden retriever or like a yep. uh, or a labrador. He's like man's he he's like man's best friend. He's yeah. and he's like, I'll get that for you. I'll he's, do it. He's I, Kingpin's let best me, friend. Let me just that. lay at your feet by the fire. But not really Kingpin's But Kingpin's like, eh, he's useful. We'll yeah. keep him around for a minute. He's just a useful guy for him. Yeah. He's not a friend. And I, and I I have a feeling that could bring Kingpin down. Like more so than Daredevil has a chance to in a way. Like Oh yeah. Cuz he's cuz he's got all this op- he he's allowed this guy into his life who is very unhinged and he knows that and you'd think Kingpin would be doing more to kind of build a firewall around himself from this really crazy guy but to make him useful he has to make him think he's close. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, the fact that he has all that access to Vanessa and all this access to all this information, and he's really just a crazy person. Yeah. Or you think that Kingpin might spend more time molding him into what he needs? Right. But he's uh, too distracted by Vanessa right now. Right. He's just put everything on the back burner. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see what that will mean for, for Kingpin. Yeah. Um, but he didn't put him so much on the back burner that he didn't have enough time to thwart Matt Foggy and, uh, yeah, 
he didn't have he was he he didn't that successfully. Well, he's got two very strong forces out there. He's got uh, Bounce Devil in Dex, and then he's got um, this other the the other the British guy. I forget his name now. Yeah, I forgot his name too. Yeah, the British guy who's like doing more the clandestine, mm-hmm. like sort of, I don't know that that sort of criminality and all the the bribing and the threatening, and then when he needs to, he has the sword of Dex to like send out and do his bidding as well. Yeah, and I'm sure he has more than that. And what, what there was a line he said, "Bring in our friends." Do you remember that? Yeah. What did he mean by that? I don't know who the friends are. I, feel I don't like either. Everyone's a friend now. Right. He said, bring in my friends. And it makes me think, like, what other villains have we had in this show? We haven't really had a lot of other villains in this show. Right. There's the the round table of people that he's taking 25% of their their yeah, stuff. That's true. But I don't know that those are necessary. I don't know that that would be what he means by friends. And second season was all with the hand. First season was all about Kingpin, like, I don't know who he means by his friends, and I'm 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 sure it'll be revealed in this last episode. Maybe but he has I have dragons. no idea. Maybe he has dragons. Dragons. Good call. Dragons exist in this universe. They do. They do. <laughs> well, I don't know. Iron Fist has been canceled. <laughs> what if he Khaleesi's this thing? <laughs> <laughs> Kingpin, father of dragons. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And then Nadine. Nadim. Bites it. Nadim bites it. I'm real sad for Nadim. I don't. He ran out the door to commit suicide by Dex. Right. That was a bummer. That was a bummer. And then, he, like, he landed it. He, like, stood right there to be, like, buried in the pool he intended for his son. Like, yeah. Oh, just. Man. It was really sad. And I've then... enjoyed Vadim. Um, I keep. <laughs> Your roommate? I have, an, I have an ex-roommate named Vadim, and I keep saying Vadim instead of Nadim. Um, I keep, uh, I, I've, I've really enjoyed Nadim's character since the, like, very first moments. They did such a cool job. I think, like, the first or second episode where they set him up and mm-hmm. just showed him, like, the guy with the financial problems that helped his sister, and, and it turns out he had no chance. He just had no chance. They this picked been, him out a year ago. They picked him out a year ago. By canceling the health insurance of his sister with cancer. It's crazy. Oh, and then rude. Doing, and he's gone through all this stuff, done what he could. He made some mistakes, but like he was backed into a corner into all those mistakes. Mm-hmm. And and now, and, and he's dead. He's it's just, he did, died. Pride. Died for his family. Yeah. So, and then uh, all of that acts as the catalyst for... Matt to go out and go all vigilante again. So we don't know what he's going to do next episode. Yeah, I think it's. I think all bets are off. Let me say one. I think an underappreciated part of this episode, um, at least by me, normally, I don't really like action sequences for the most part. As much as I love superhero stuff, mostly what I love is the interactions between the characters and the growth and the the meaningful moments. Mm-hmm. This show has had amazing action sequences, and I don't just mean amazing in their execution, which they have been. But everyone has been different. Everyone has been interesting, and I have not lost interest. A lot of times, I tend to like just sort of glaze over in the action sequences, right. like in, in any in any comic booky show. But man, they have made every action sequence interesting. And this episode, that whole action sequence where they ran, had to save Nadim 
through the traffic and the whole time pretending Matt was blind. Oh, yeah. And Matt having to fight his daredevil, but pretending to be Matt Murdock the whole mm-hmm. time. Oh. And telling Nadine to shoot through the, the van, yeah. which I thought was a little like, okay, Daredevil doesn't kill, but he'll like point to tell you where to shoot your gun. <laughs> like, that's a little weird. But then they like fighting through that bus and jumping through that windshield was amazing. That was so crazy. We watched it twice. <laughs> we did. We rewound it to watch him jump through that windshield. That whole fight sequence was amazing and completely different, like from a character perspective, completely different. And from, like, a mechanics of the fight perspective, like, totally different than anything else we've seen this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just, I absolutely loved it. It's been solid. Really, really solid. I want to watch more, but I don't want it to end. Can yeah, we I know. just we watch an episode every day for the rest of our lives? <laughs> I would like that, but I don't think they can make them that fast. I'm going to need you to pitch it to Disney if you love me. <laughs> okay. All right, fine. <laughs> I'll pitch it to Disney. Okay. Hey, Disney. This is this is the most likely way I have of reaching Disney. Sorry. So hold on a second. I love you so. Uh, Disney, please make an episode for every day of this year. But hurry, we're almost done. <laughs> they're Thank they're you. practically doing that with the with the defenders. You know, this year they're gonna have like all four defenders defender series plus Punisher, thirteen episodes each, ten to thirteen episodes each. So they're already doing. 70, 60, 70 episodes a year. It's not enough. I'm unsatisfied. I'm unsatisfied too because as much as I love all of these shows, not all of them are as good as Daredevil. Yeah, I think Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Punisher, and Punisher are my three favorite. Yeah. And I just. I think think Punisher and Daredevil are my favorites. Yeah. Jessica Jones season one. It was so good. It was so good. But season two. It was good, but it wasn't as good. Season one just had so much to talk about and think about, and it stuck with me. I don't think it was the most fun. No, no, no. I think Daredevil's way more fun, and Punisher's way more fun, but Jessica Jones, like, that one, it had something to say. Yeah, I agree. And I really like Luke Cage, too. I do, too. I don't want to discount Luke, but, again, I think it was a second season, first season thing. Like, I really liked first season and second season. I liked the first half of the first season, all that stuff with Cottonmouth was amazing and then once he was gone it it just it i don't know mariah mariah started to don't spoil things you know i'm not done uh okay sorry no you're right i forgot you're in the middle of luke cage season two i think i'm like on episode 12 or something oh wow i'm so close you're so close and that made you i pulled you you did come watch daredevil so we could cast about it yeah sorry okay I figured there wouldn't be. So far, I don't think anything's been spoiled for you. Maybe that's who his friends are. <laughs> all of a sudden, they bring in all the all the people from. They bring in Mariah. Yeah, Mariah comes in. What if Mariah is like the ultimate badass? She, she kind of. I mean, she's great and all, but I don't know that she can. Like, I don't think that Kingpin would be like this one. This is this is my friend. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he, she has Kingpin. She's level small tactics. potatoes. Yeah, compared to Kingpin. Yeah. All right, guys. Sorry. We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, or mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU. If you'd like to support the cast and get these episodes even faster, go to patreon.com slash mcucast. Um, you can pledge as little as a dollar over there per week. Uh, we only ever, it says per episode on the thing, but we only ever charge for one episode a week. So you'll never be charged for more than one episode a week um yeah yeah join us over there thank you for everybody who does and supports the show 
And just thank you for listening. We're do, we're in the middle of launching um, a new. Actually, it should be online as of right now. I haven't really been promoting it yet because it was on iTunes yet. But by the time this drops in the regular feed, at least. So if you're listening to us on Patreon, it may not be out yet. But in the next couple of days, uh, we're we're dropping the Star Trek Universe podcast. So. Uh, me and David C. Robertson from the DC On Screen podcast are going to be doing the Star Trek Universe podcast, and we'll be uh, pimping it out more on the show once once we know the feed is live. We're just waiting. We've got our first three episodes have dropped, and we're just waiting on everybody to uh, all the all, to populate to iTunes and Stitcher so we can start telling everybody to go listen. Um, so yeah, be be on the lookout for that. It's Star Trek dot com. All right, guys, we're all done. We'll talk to you hopefully tomorrow with the last episode of Daredevil Season 3. Yeah. Until next time, true believers. (laughs) 